0: Well, welcome everybody to the next installment in the Family Chat Podcast. My name is Michael Childs. And if you have any questions or concerns or things that you'd like to talk about, please feel free email us at familychatpodcast at gmail.com or uh, message us at our Facebook page at Family Chat Podcast. Um, Today, we are going to be continuing in uh, or actually finishing up our talk on spiritual parents and or disciplers and disciple uh, makers. Last time we dove in depth into the disciple or uh, with the analogy that we spoke about the bowling ball. Uh, If you haven't listened to that or the podcast before that talked about the analogy, please feel free, it won't hurt my feelings, to turn this one off and go listen to the other two first. But for the sake of those that don't feel like they need to do that, uh, the analogy in a nutshell is that our life is looked at through the lens of a bowling alley, and that's that you are the ball. And God is the one rolling the ball, and the lane is your life, where the ball is rolling this way and that way down the lane of life, hoping, in the end, to hit as many pins as possible. And the pins representing all the things that the Lord has for us to accomplish at the end of our life. But one of the things that we here at Family Chat believe that God has placed in our lives or should be in our lives are bumpers and the bumpers are the spiritual mothers and fathers that should be in our life keeping us holding us accountable and keeping us out of the gutters of our life however we aren't just supposed to have spiritual moms and dads in our life we should also be spiritual parents to somebody else Last week we talked about the, the purpose or the function of the bowling ball and today I, I want us to look at uh, an interesting scripture in Matthew chapter 23 verses really 8, 9, and 10 uh, in, in its entirety but the hope and the goal is to pull out a truth from this that might help when it comes to what is the role of a spiritual father. We looked at Paul's writings a few weeks ago when he said that I, didn't, I, didn't, I came to you as a father. You had many teachers, but not many fathers. So I came to you and spoke to you like a father. And we know throughout his writings, he mentions things like Timothy, my spiritual son, I'm leaving with you. So Paul had a spiritual son and, and was spiritually a father to many. But what's interesting is what Jesus writes in Matthew chapter 23, where he says in verse 8, Don't let them call you rabbi, for you have one teacher. Don't let them call you father, because you have one father. Don't let them call you instructor, because you have one instructor, the Christ. And this is interesting, because it might seem as though like he's saying, don't let anyone call you father. And yet Paul is saying, I came to you like a father, referring to people as spiritual sons. But in the context of Matthew chapter 23, Jesus is speaking to to his disciples about the Pharisees who had allowed the title that people gave them to, to puff them up with pride, where they looked forward to the the nice seats in the temple and they they enjoyed being greeted as rabbi. This should say something to us and speak, speak something to us as we strive to be the spiritual moms and dads that God has called us to be in the lives of the spiritual sons and daughters that he's put in our life. And the truth that it should speak to us is humility. I am not the one rolling the ball I'm simply the one allowing the ball to hit me to keep them out of the gutter it is it is my, my job my, my responsibility in the Lord not to roll the ball not even to make sure the ball is still rolling but to simply do my part to keep the sons and daughters that God's put in my life out of the gutter. But ultimately, like we talked about in the last couple of podcasts, even though you have bumpers, you can still get a gutter ball. And And that's where I want to just focus in on this topic today is kind of uh, just a few things, a few things. Number one, reiterating, let me just say it again. You are not the person that throws the ball. If you're striving to be a spiritual mom and dad, we need to understand Matthew 23, verses 8, 9, and 10. Make it clear. We are not the teacher, the ultimate teacher. He is the Lord. We are not the ultimate father. He is the Lord. We are not the instructor. He is the Lord. We have one instructor, one father, one teacher. As a spiritual parent, we're supposed to be guiding people to that. This is as i reflect back on times that i've pastored this is one of the things that i i feel the most convicted about is how often did i give solutions instead of pointing people to the solution and i I think this is really what jesus is speaking about to the pharisees as they They gave answers and instructed people in a way that built them up instead of in a way that built up the God that they were supposed to be pointing people to. In a world that's drowning, you and I are not the people that save them. You and I are the people that have been saved up out of the drowning water. And we are the ones that are supposed to be extending our hands as we hold Christ, lifting people out of the water and in a way in which that leads them to the hand of Christ. Because God can use us to lift people up, but we cannot sustain people on the water. That's God's job and God's alone. And if they don't have a relationship with the Father, how are they supposed to be standing on the water? How will they be? How will they sustain? So, let me, let me sum up again this kind of like first point. You're not God. I'm not God. We are not the teacher, the father. We are not the instructor. That all belongs to the Lord. When the Bible refers to spiritual parents, it's not referring to us as the in all. We are not the ins, but we are the means in hopes that we can get people to the ends, which is the Lord. We are not teachers. We're tutors we're helping people see what Jesus wants them to become the other thing that i want to i want to look at is the idea that if Jesus had 12 disciples and still lost one and i know that that he was one that Judas had to have betrayed him in order for the, the Jesus to go to the cross. At least that's how God uh, initially worked it out. But it's the idea that he still had Thomas who doubted, Peter that denied, and really all the disciples abandoned him except for John at the cross. You and I need to understand that as spiritual parents, we are not the ones who roll the ball but ultimately we need to understand that we are spiritual parents to independent free will agents that are going to make decisions that we know ultimately might hurt them our job our, our, our purpose is to give advice to help to not lose heart but to pray continuously for them. We see this in Paul's writings all the time. Where he's, he he he's writing to people that are just making crazy decisions. And he says things like, "Do you, do you want me to come with a with with a rod, with a stick, or do you, do you want me to come with loving words?" Because even though Paul has instructed them and has lifted them up, encouraged them and showed them where to go, they still did and made decisions contrary. But I guess what's freeing in thinking and realizing that I'm not the one rolling the ball is ultimately if they go against something that I that I feel like the Lord wants them to do or or a warning that I feel like God wants me to tell them and they go against it. It's ultimately up to them and the Lord. He's the one rolling them and God's God's working it out and God's not surprised by their actions. And he's still going to take care of them. This is a, a freeing thing switching to from spiritual parents to physical parents. It's one of the things that encourages me as a dad. As I've got three boys at the house who are constantly making decisions that I would rather them not make. But even though I'm their earthly father, I'm still not their ultimate dad. God is. He's just graced me and given me the ability to and the opportunity to steward his children. Be used by him to grow them in the ways in which they should go. It's an honoring and a humble thing to think about. Because I know there's probably some of you that are listening, and this is where I want to kind of close today. There's some of you that are listening that are thinking, no way, no way, man, no way can God use me to help to encourage, to be a spiritual parent. You don't know how crazy messed up I am. Here's my encouragement to you this morning. If you are saved, if you've given your heart to the Lord, if you love the Lord, you are closer to God than someone in your life. And if you're not, then pray that God brings people into your life that, that, are, that are farther away from the Lord than you. Because if the goal is not to be the one who is strong enough to pick the ball up and roll the ball down the alley, if the goal is to just be there as support and help and lead and guide them to Christ, you just need to be one step closer to Jesus than somebody else. And as long as you stay one step closer, they can follow you as you follow Christ like the Bible says. But again, they're not, like, you're not the focus. I'm not the focus, and when we're not the focus, we are free of that burden. We can really be used by the Lord to do something great. So if that's you today, and you say, there's no way that I could be that. I'm, I'm not, I'm, I, have, I don't know my Bible enough. If you know your Bible, if you read your Bible regularly, you know it more than, than somebody. So have the Lord open your eyes to who that somebody is. Thank you guys so much again for coming out and listening to the next installment of the Family Chat Podcast. Uh, once again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, my name is Michael Childs. Email us at familychatpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook and message us. Thank you guys so much again. Have a great day.